0: Everybody say, hello, Facebook. Hello. <laughs> Woo, I hope you didn't get dizzy, because that would have made me dizzy. Hey, good morning, House Church Tulsa, where people are first and label are second. Labels are second. I can talk, really. I can. It's quite easy most of the time. If you feel so inclined and you want to move forward and be closer to one another, great. If you don't, that's totally okay, too. But uh, my name is Heidi, and I am one of the pastors here at House Church, and I want to say welcome. And, you know, um, thanks for choosing this house this morning. There's lots of houses out there that could have been chosen, but I say thank you for choosing House Church today. I'm happy to see all your faces how many people went to pride yesterday all right and you're here today that means you didn't melt on the concrete I'm happy about that I heard it was really 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 hot <laughs> there was some melting but we managed to get home yeah <laughs> well that's not a bad thing I mean we don't want to do it that way but so um, this morning I'm going to start us out with a little reading, and um, this has been a a big week and big Friday. Lots of things happening in our world, and I saw this blessing this morning. This is from the Book of Sorrows, um, and this is called the blessing of hope. And so as we're reading it, I just want to say to you that I see you and I love you, and. You're welcome here, you belong here, you belong everywhere in the earth, because you're the beloved. And I just want to remind you this morning to keep your head held high and hold on to hope, because hope's what's going to propel us forward. So I'm going to read this to you. This is called The Blessing of Hope. So may we know the hope that is not just for some day, but it's for this day, for here and now, in this moment, that opens to us. Hope not made of wishes, but of substance. Hope made of sinew and muscle and bone. Hope that has breath and a beating heart. Hope that will not keep quiet or be polite. Hope that knows how to holler when it's called for. Hope that knows how to sing where there seems little cause. Hope that raises us from the dead. Not someday, but this day, and again, every day, and again, and again, and again. Amen. Let's stand and do our mission and ethos. Are you supposed to sing first, Tamara, before I do this? Okay, well, how about we do that? Let's sing a song. Let's sing a song. she's here we'll sing this song and then after this song we'll do our mission and ethos this will be fun um, I wasn't sure which way we were going so okay let's do our mission and ethos all right here we go Oh, I'm going to mix it up. Did I hear somebody say I want to do it? No? Okay. All right, here we go. House Church's mission is to connect people with God and with each other in an atmosphere of love and grace. As a faith community, we are committed to living relationally according to the values of our ethos. Married, divorced, and single here. It's one family that mingles here. Conservative and liberal here. We've all got to give a little here, yeah. Doubt and believe here. We all can receive here. LGBTQIA plus and straight here. There's no hate here. Woman, man, and trans here. Every gender, binary or non, can here. Whatever your race here, for all of us a place here. Rich or poor here, class differences dissolve here. Able bodied or differently abled, you're part of the body of Christ here. Neurodivergent or neurotypical, you have the mind of Christ here. Yeah. Popular and accepted or cast out and rejected, we all belong in Christ here. In imitation of the extravagant love God has for each of us and all of us, let us live and love the best we can by putting people first and labels second. Woo! All right, we're going to do announcements. You can be seated. I did welcome everybody. I even read my little blessing of hope. You missed it. (laughs) Baptisms and conscious commitment ceremony. So we actually are doing one this morning, and then we will do more on Sunday, July 17th. It's super special. It's going to be a really fun. um, So July 17th, keep that in mind, baptisms and conscious commitment ceremony. Ways to give. There's all kinds of ways to give. You can do it on the HCT app. You can text 405-331-6245. Text GIVE and then it'll ask you how much you want. Put in your amount and then boom, done. It's like seconds, it's so easy. There's also an offering box over here on this table. If you wanna do it the old fashioned way and give some cash or a check, we welcome it. We always are so grateful for the giving and the giving keeps our budget up. And um, if you haven't been a giver and you want to be a giver to House Church, we encourage that. It's a blessing to be a giver in this house. This is good ground. There's a lot of things, there are a lot of really, really good things happening in this ministry. And so I encourage you to really pray about it if you're not giving already. Hey, there's our House Church Pride pictures. So the whole month of June is Pride. So if you haven't worn your House Church t-shirt and hashtag Pride a picture on Facebook, please do. It's a way for us to kind of get out there and look at all those beautiful faces. I love it. So awesome. Where does it, wear it all day, all year long, wear it all year long. (laughs) All right, so we're going to do some grace and peace. So why don't y'all stand one more time and then we'll pray. (laughs) I'm following the order. (laughs) All right, let's take a minute and take a deep breath. Take just a second and think about what would bring you to this moment, to this place, and what would help you be more present than you are right now. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that not only is this the day that you made, but you know this day from its beginning to its end. Thank you for the hope that we have in knowing that you are with us in every moment of every day, in every feeling, in every encounter, in everything, Father, that we do and say, and in all the ways that we are in all of our parts. You are ever present, always with us, God. Thank you for protecting us watching over us. Thank you for this body. Thank you for the whole body. Not just here in this house, but in all the houses that are gathering today. I pray that your presence of peace and your goodness and your kindness would be known. Jesus, that you would be revealed. That your truth would be revealed. That your love would abound in all the ways. I thank you so much for this day. I give you praise and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, cross the aisles and say hello. Be aware of people's social distancing if that's what they're doing right now. Love you.
1: Again, we're just so grateful that everybody chose to join the house this morning. Um, it looks like some of our friends um, are enjoying that cool breeze. What's up with that? I mean, can we just like hands up to heaven and all that made a cool breeze happen? I mean, thank you everybody that made the cool breeze <laughs> happen in this house. Um, such a, a blessing to walk out and not be feel like you were being blown over with a hairdryer. Right? I mean it's like wow. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for my coffee, but uh so we have um you know, we had made some different decisions. I really want the kids to come up, be real reverent right now, be with us. Um uh no pretzels right now. Let's just eat and, and uh let's be super holy. Everybody say super holy. Say pretzels or the devil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ooh, it feels like family in here today. Feels like family in here today. Um, no, you can be loud and crumpling bags and be holy, as it turns out. I mean, it just it, that's a thing. Um, but we are setting ourselves up for this beautiful conscious commitment and a baptism ceremony that I'm going to lead everybody through. You're going to love that you're here for this. It is a really special moment that um, we have been preparing for, and the reason that we're doing a conscious commitment ceremony sooner than the one that we have scheduled in July is simply because these, uh, these kids are going out of town to be with their dad all summer. And um, Allison was actually uh, is Chris's, um, Chris's child. Allison, yeah, Isaiah's sister, yeah. Raise your hand if you're Allison's brother. Yeah, all right, <laughs> awesome. Um, and Allison actually was the one that started me thinking this way that we need rites of passage for our people that are coming up through age-appropriate times to make commitments uh, consciously. And I'm going to go into why we've chosen the name and how we're going to do the ceremony, but I think you're going to be really blessed that you're here. Um, We're going to keep all the kids in for that, and then once we finish that, um, they will go out with Miss April and have Children's Church, and we'll continue on singing and and the ministry of the word today. I do want to say thank you to everyone for your amazing flexibility of this whole float in the pride thing, parade, hello. You got you got messages from me saying, HCT is in the parade. 20 minutes later, HCT is no longer in the parade. Um, but yes, still go to the parade. We're just not gonna mark. you know, I mean, just so many different uh, messages, and so thank you for rolling and going with the flow. Um, the reason I did that is just, it's really, was a matter of um, health and safety for all of the people that were planning to be involved um, if we had done a commitment of, um, of walking in the parade it would have been all in about a six-hour commitment for those people um, that it was too much for me to ask in 103 degree heat and 106 oh, in 200 degree heat I couldn't ask that of people they're uphill, I mean we were climbing mountains, and it barefoot, it was really going to be hard. Um, no breeze. And, so, and then of course um, there was some concern about protests and the recent decisions that had come across our headlines in this nation. And I just didn't want to officially be there and have people required to have that time frame of being out there. I wanted everybody to have the flexibility of just going right like just going showing up for half an hour walk around go home stay in the shade and have the options to stay cool and um, and hydrated so I'm really thankful that we have all that stuff though that we bought and the, the hard work that Serena and Chris Holmes thank you very much put into the float of making the infrastructure for me am I preaching right now I'm just a little bit um, for me the the house float and making the house was a microcosm of the macrocosm. We got it together. We got the materials, the people showed up to build it, we were ready to roll, and then of wisdom we decided not to. But this church made a house. This church built the house. And I know that we are building this house. So it pleased me to see that, that pipe and all the, and, the, and all the material and the people ready to go, you just tell us when and where we're building this house. So for me, it was a win. And at the end of the day, we get to use all that stuff uh, next year. And I'm hoping that the political climate and just, and the climate in general, can all the climates just line up for next year? <laughs> Anna Claire, where are you? Is she in the back it, with the nursery? She posted something about, um, what did she say? Anna Claire said, um, well, they got it halfway right. that They thought that the gays were going to burn, but they didn't know that was just in the June heat. (laughs) You know, it wasn't burning in hell, but in the June heat. I'm just hoping that the climate, you know, going forward politically, socially, la, 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 is that we see a different day come 365 days from now and we're able to go out there. Anybody wanna share their experience of pride yesterday? If you ended up going and maybe you saw something or felt something or witnessed something that maybe you had never felt before. I would love to hear your experience um, of pride yesterday. Go ahead and just share it.
2: Hello, I'm Kyle, hello. Um, Yesterday was my first experience of pride um, <coughs> let me just say, let me just say, it was hot.
3: <laughs>
2: it was it was hot, but no, um, I you know it was great. It was you know just friendly, love everywhere, and uh, and I can't wait for next year whenever we can all go and do it together.
1: I just wanna say too that Kyle and I both wore our House Church
0: t-shirts of course and uh, we ran into several women we to every booth <laughs> and let every booth give us a little spiel and got little treats from each booth and uh, came home with bags full of stuff. But um, in that we were able to speak with everybody and they were reading our
1: shirts and asking us about House Church and several people you know, were inquiring how do I find out more about House Church? And so it really does make a difference and the effort is always worth it. Uh, great people out there uh, Phillips uh, seminary was out
0: there and so um, they were really happy to see us and gave us all kinds of stuff for our bags <laughs> but it's super fun if you've never been go it's worth it and uh, it's always worth it to meet new people and, and be able to talk to them So
4: this isn't about pride and she doesn't know I'm going to say this but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just want to lift up the, the demonstration of heart-led, heart-forward leadership that we got to experience this weekend by watching Bonnie walk through the process of making the very difficult decision to both build the house and know that this wasn't the right time to do the parade and why. And so there's just a lot of, I've, I've been under a lot of leadership, I'm sure you've all been under a lot of leadership, that wouldn't have been able to make the same kind of decision. And so I just really wanna take a minute, and maybe you can put your hand on your heart, but extend it out to Bonnie, because to be that kind of a leader is exactly what this kind of a world needs right now. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Well, good, thank you, thank you. Um, let's go ahead and sing. So this was one of your, how, what number psalm is this? Number nine. And so Tamra, one year, about 2017 and 18, wrote a bunch of songs, and this is one of them. Thanks and Praise, you guys know this one, and we have the lyrics up. see what we're doing? Indeed. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. For it was God who chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in God's presence. In love, God predestined us for adoption as children, chosen twice over through Jesus Christ. And they brought young children to Jesus that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me. And forbid them not for such is the kingdom of god and he took them up in his arms and he put his hands upon them and blessed them a conscious commitment ceremony and baptism is a ceremony in which people consciously choose their acceptance of god's love and their appointment in the divine and human family it can include baptism which today it will in the form of a hand-washing. The ceremony will include community participation by verbally affirming the baptism candidates here today and offering their blessing and physical presence to these here gathered. The title of this ceremony was carefully chosen. This is a conscious moment in the lives of those gathered in which they will publicly acknowledge that they are uniquely loved and chosen by God. They will acknowledge and receive their place in the divine and human family. They will choose to follow in the ways of God in this faith tradition of Christianity by acknowledging the Spirit's abiding presence within them, by acknowledging the way, the truth, and the life of Christ, and the death and resurrection of Jesus as we discern it in it through scripture and through the early apostles of the church and by acknowledging their awareness and continued experience of God's presence in and among them each candidate here will make these acknowledgments verbally as well as through the ancient symbol of baptism We understand that this is only the beginning of a lifetime of spiritual discovery and communion with the Holy Spirit. Prior to this moment, these candidates have had the opportunity to explore their faith within the context of this church and also within their unique family dynamic and to ask questions that are important to them and wrestle with some of life's greatest mysteries resulting today in their freedom to choose and willingly making a public declaration of faith it is their desire and it is their dedication that we that will be displayed here today this is a holy moment with the candidate for baptism allison would you please You can clap, yeah, that's fine. You can stand right there in front of me. Parents and family may gather around. I would love to have Miss April here close as soon as she's ready. This is a holy moment for us to witness and in which to participate, to unite together and entrust these lives, this is you, and your own to God's loving and generative ways of abundant living as a family. As your pastor, I am honored to witness your choice today. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens and who spreads out the earth. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dearly beloved, In bringing yourself here today, you are making a public declaration of faith and your choice to be received by this ancient symbol of baptism into your identity with Christ, into the fellowship of the body of Christ universally, universally, but also into this local family of believers at House Church. You have been instructed in the ways of faith. You have been enlightened about your life in Christ and that God loves you and accepts you into God's divine human and divine and human family. You belong in Christ as the beloved. Evil and sin are not to have dominion over you, but rather your adoption as a child of God, holy and blameless, forgiven of every sin. In light of this truth, do you choose today To receive God's love for you in Christ Jesus, if you do say, the notion that you are separate from God, which is to say that you will no longer believe the deception of sin and its power over your life, for you are one with God. Do you believe that? Do you acknowledge today that you belong in Christ, at home in God, because of the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus who forever sealed your redemption? If you agree, say. Do you acknowledge that your life of faith has a fresh start today? If you agree, say, I do. Will you commit to receiving the power and presence of the Holy Spirit in your life that will give you confidence to explore the limitless, boundaryless love of God for yourself and others? If you agree, say, I do. Will you, therefore, engage with this faith community, being there for them and allowing them to be there for you through life's ups and downs, always reminding and encouraging one another in faith, hope, and love? If you want to, say, yeah, I do. Allison, now I want to bless you. Baptism is a symbol of your identification with Christ Jesus. Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River by his cousin John and set an example for us to do the same. The water is an outward demonstration of your newly cleansed heart, your death to sin, and your disbelief that you were ever separated from God, and your refreshed, resurrected life in Christ. This is your moment to feel outwardly what is happening and will continue to happen in your heart inwardly. Behold the Lamb of God, Jesus' cousin said that day, who takes away the sin of the world and of yours today, who has forgiven you and receives you completely and wholeheartedly. Each person is unique. There is not another person exactly like you, Allison. There's not another But God's spirit baptizes each of us and does something inside of you while I'm done doing something to your hands that only God can do and makes us part of the body of Christ. Now we each drink from the same spirit. people of this church and her family, understanding our solemn obligations to share in the support of this beloved, do hereby pledge ourselves to promote their welfare in spirit, soul, and body, to the end that they may grow in grace and love and truth. To the best of your ability, House Church, if you agree with this statement and your support of Allison, Would you be willing to move your bodies in a way that comes closer to Allison and surround her, let her feel the feelings of your presence and your energy of love? Go ahead and gather around, everybody fill in the gaps. Fill in the gaps. And stay as socially distanced as you need to. If you agree to support Allison in Allison's journey of faith, if you stand here committed to her lifelong journey of discovery of God's love, you may say, We will. And to the communion, Allison, we welcome you into this house, saying that you are welcome, wanted, and worthy just as you are today. And to the communion of your church family and your natural family, we bless you and all who stand with you with grace to hold you, wisdom to guide you, and love to bring forth all that God has designed you to become in this life. The Lord God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the light of God's countenance be upon you and give you peace this day and all the days to come. God bless you. And we all say, God bless you and amen. And you may hand clap, absolutely. Give her a hand clap.
4: Why they're taking photos, I just, um, if I can have your attention over here for a second. Um, every time a church does a ritual, every time you go to somebody else's ritual, it reminds you of the commitments in your life that you've made or broken, the commitments in your life that you maybe didn't make, and the way that words were put upon this experience that maybe didn't include you that maybe at the time felt like they really included you, and then you found out that they really didn't include you, and then it was like, what? I hope that you let the gentle and tenderness of those words today heal your inner little one, if that was you that I'm talking to. Does that make sense? So, just carry that grace with you and recognize that that balm is eternal and always available. And so, that can undo any of that previous stuff if you want it to. So, with that.
1: the lord has for us today um, has already been displayed and the table has already been prepared Um, in the presence of our enemies um, the lord does uh, prepare a table before us and um, the Good Shepherd does lead us beside still waters when the storms of politics are raging. Um, we do have a Good Shepherd that leads us, calls us, calls us to himself, to, to the one, to the beloved, to look into the pool of reflection and remind ourselves of who we are. And that's why we gather on this hill. I'm imagining already that our church building is on a hill and we have to ascend to get up to it. Um, as we come out of the valley of our work lives and our daily lives, we ascend into the house of the Lord together, creating a community, a group, a, a reminding, a reminiscence, a, a washing, a refreshing of the water of the word. And that's why we come together. That's why I do the work that we do is to remind each other of who we are in Christ and to give and minister in song and word and in deed and in in looks and in expressions and affirmations and so today my message is going to continue on the blessing creating a climate of blessing i've been talking about climate a lot today already the june climate outside that we experienced you know over the weekend the climate that's changed uh, significantly today by 20 degrees it's 20 degrees cooler the skies are darker the wind is more breezy i hope it lasts i want it to stay i want it to be there when we get out of here in a half an hour I don't want it to be the hot heat. Please say that's not going to happen. Um, and so we've been talking about who has the power to bless. And what does it mean to be blessed? And can you um, know if you are blessed based on external factors? Do, do Does the blessing happen for you Um, because your bank account is full, your bills are paid, da-da-da-da-da, all of these external markers, is that what makes one blessed? Or are we blessed on a whole different level? Blessed even um, if the outward markings don't indicate as such of what we would think of as blessing. We know that um, we are the blessed Um, with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ, because as God has chosen us in God's self, in the Christ, before the foundation of the world, that's when we were blessed. So you getting a good job, a nice promotion, a great relationship, a cool place to live is all external. Those things are all external markers that come and go with the passing of the economic winds come and go with the passing of people's fancies, people make different decisions, and our structure and situation in life changes. But what doesn't change is the fact that you are blessed from the very beginning of the foundation of the world. You have a blessing upon you that is connecting you to spirit, connecting you to the source, connecting you to the source of all favor, of all energy, of all life. It's the end of a long day for Damien a young man in Hawaii in 1844. He's soaking his feet in a basin of scalding water, but he can't feel anything. And that's when he knows he has leprosy. That's when he knows he will go from serving lepers in the colony of Malachi to becoming one. Damien came to Molokai at the robust age of 33 to help the 700 people there living in quarantine. Before he left the healthy world, people told him to keep his distance. Don't eat with them, they said. Don't get too close to them, they said. But when he arrived, he saw these people wandering about like ghosts laden with blankets of despair. Native Hawaiians had no natural immunity to any number of diseases carried by the traders and sailors who began arriving on their islands at the start of the 19th century. Illness fell upon these people like sparks on dry tinder the most feared of all the diseases was leprosy. There was no known cure, and it was thought to be highly contagious. Anyone with a trace of the disease was scooped up in the middle of the night and sent away to a secluded peninsula on Malakoy, where they were never heard from, it was known as the separating sickness these people remember they were spouses and parents and cousins and sons and daughters they were dumped on that island to fend for themselves they'd been torn from family from home from neighborhood. They knew they would die an ugly death. Some were abusing themselves or others. It was a living hell. So Damien touched them. He visited every single one of the people living there. He had to start smoking tobacco in order to avoid gagging at the smell of their rotting flesh. But he bandaged their wounds and washed their crumbling bodies. He built roads, churches, orphanages, water systems, and simple homes to replace the ramshackle lean-tos they were using to keep the rain off their heads as they slept. The first thing he built when he arrived was a fence to keep the dogs and pigs out of the cemetery. He shared life with them. He ate with them and prayed with them and buried them and even passed his pipe. When he arrived, he didn't know any of these lonely, crumbling, tortured, sick people. He had no obligation to them beyond the pity called for by common human decency. But he loved them, and his love for them changed everything. And now, here at the end of his long day with his unfeeling feet in a basin of scalding water, He learns that he will share their death as well. He knows the first thing stolen by the disease is sensation. But it will go on to leave disfigurement and worse. He sees it all with perfect clarity. It's just a matter of time. He has a few years left. So what does he do? He doubles down. He works harder to build more roads and homes. And he's on the clock now, and he has to do everything he can to keep his community going after he's gone. This community is the one thing that's healthy for these people. This community gives hope. When he writes home, he says, He says, I would not be cured if the price of the cure was that I must leave the island and give up my work. I am perfectly resigned to my lot. Do not feel sorry for me. This is a man whose life ran on a different motor. He was plugged into something that made him strong in weakness. He walked a path that led beyond death to new and abundant life. He knew how to find hope in despair. Whatever was spinning inside Damien made him not afraid to touch people's suffering. And even though he couldn't cure their disease, he healed them. Maybe we can walk that path too. Maybe we can touch people who suffer. Maybe we can search for what he found. This is a man whose life ran on a different motor. sin in the Bible is compared to leprosy. Taking on the human condition is compared to leprosy. What God did in Jesus, taking on this physical body, coming and dwelling with us, eating with us, passing the pipe with us, go ahead, Hank, yell it out, (laughs) only to discover that he had to die the death. I'm not only talking today about physical illness, friends. I am talking about the human condition that is not easily visible from the outside. I am talking about your crumbling parts. I am talking about your really smelly parts. I'm talking today about the parts you don't want anyone else to see scared that if they did, they might catch it too. What of you is contagious, and what of you is not, and how might you infect those if they get too close, and what if they became my friend and really understood how much I struggled, and I can't really get that close. I'd rather stay out isolated on the island by myself, because out here, nobody's really expecting me to do anything. (laughs) They're just expecting that I'm going to die a death of hell and alone and crumbling and deserted. And that's what I deserve. But when the healer comes, when the healer comes, I mean, it's everywhere. In the, it's at pool of Bethesda, it's at the pool, it's at the the porches of, it's at the pool. When the healer comes, the invitation is issued. Will you be made whole? Will you eat with me? Will you let me have a look at you. Will you let me have a look at you? Where have you been? What, what's got you hung up? What's got you so bothered? What biting flies and biting gnats are tormenting you and bugging you and biting at you? What's got you so hung up? Let's have a look at you like Psalms 8. I got to read it. Oh, it's been in my heart all week. Psalm 8, the the psalmist cries out, O Lord, (laughs) when I consider your heavens and the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you would eat with him? What is man that you would touch him and the son of man, that you would visit him. Those words in the Hebrew that you would examine him, that you would visit him, that you would touch him. It means let me have a look at you. Where have you been? What's bothering you? Let me put the oil and the let me put the oil on those tender spots. Let, let me be the good shepherd to that sheep that's all matted and natted up and and, by, and bitten up and wounded and got caught in the, on the fence and out, out playing and comes back to the shepherd and the shepherd said, Let me take a look at you. David knew the Lord as his shepherd. He knew him like that because he said you anoint my head with oil what does that mean it means it's going to heal you and protect you all in one that is salvation it's going to heal you and protect you all in one let me have a look at you let me see where it hurts that won't be too hard on you I'm not going to cause you to You don't have to run just now, baby. There's no reason for you to serve in that capacity. Just just lay down by this still water. Let me anoint your head with oil. Let me get those flies off you. Let me get the biting gnats off you. Let this tormenting thing torment you no more. Let me just heal you for a minute. You don't owe me anything. No. Oh, no, you don't owe me anything. Oh, no, I'm... no, no, you don't have, no. I'm here for you. I was in Fort Worth this week and uh, I got an Uber to go to dinner and the Uber driver uh, came and said that his name was Ashraf and he's driving a Toyota Corolla and I got in, and the front, I got in the back, and thank you, da we're going two miles away, okay, la-da-da. he opens up the little pouch behind the seat, and he has these little gum, this little gut packages of gum, but I couldn't understand what he was saying, but he kept motioning, he's like, here, 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 and I'm like, I don't want your gum. I'm thinking, I don't want gum. I don't want this gum. I don't want to reach in this hole. I don't, I don't. no, no. I don't want any of this, but okay, here I go. I'm going to get this gum. Yeah, mm, yes, awesome. This is great. Because I'm thinking, man, he must have a lot of people with bad breath get in the back seat. And he's just like, oh, please, American, please take this, your bad breath, terrible. So I took it. I don't like talking in Ubers, do you? I'm not that one. When I get in an Uber, I just, I try to act busy. I try to act like I want, because I don't want to talk, okay? I don't, and he did. He wanted it. a lot of talking. He wanted to talk to me, so I did, and um, turns out he speaks um, Coptic um, and Egyptian, and he's from Egypt, and Arabic, thank you, Arabic, not Egypt. He, he's from Egypt, he speaks Coptic, Arabic. And I don't know if the two are different. I didn't drill into what that is. If somebody knows better, you can correct me later. But anyway, when I heard that Coptic was some kind of Greek, and of course Greek is what the whole New Testament is uh, was first penned in, and some would say Aramaic, but Greek, whatever. It, um, And I know a lot of those words because of how I study the scripture. And you know that I've been on agape. You know that I have been on, like, Agape is my home. Agape is my home. Well, I said, I said, okay, how do you say um, the, uh, the unconditional love of God? And I say, Agape. And he's like, I don't understand you. I'm like, awesome. So I've been saying it wrong the whole time, which I guessed that I was saying it wrong because I never studied Greek. But um, he, said, he said, I said, you know, God's love, like the love of God. And he said, uh, Agape. Agape. I said, Agape. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. I just my whole life, I've been saying it a cafe, but it's Agape. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is so cool. And even just like, it, it's exciting. And he's like, um, what do you do? Where are you from? La, 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 la. All these other things. We're having a good conversation. We arrived to the place uh, for dinner. And he said, please. Let me open your door. And I said, oh, honey, no, of course not. Ashraf, it's okay. You don't have to open my door. It's right here, and I've got it, and I'll just get right on out, and we'll be done with this. Because he's already asked me if he could stay and wait for me. How long will you be? I said, oh, a few hours at least. I mean, I'm working. I've got my lot. La- no, don't wait for me. I mean, this is not a take and go. I, I am going to stay here and eat and work. So uh, he said, but I'd be willing to wait for you. I said, no, uh-uh, I don't need it. I don't need you to do that at all. This gum is nice, I appreciate the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Robin, you freaking... <laughs> So he said, he said, I insist. Please. Let me open your door. Well, we're surrounded by people. I feel safe. I understand that he is um, touched by my love and t- because I'm very kind in those conversations. And I know that he um, has felt respected and felt heard, and so have I, and we've had a good exchange. And he wants to open the door. And he begs me three times, Please, ma'am. Let me open your door. Well, Ashraf, of course, of course. I dutifully sat there. And I I remember it's it's difficult to be served. It's difficult to wait. It's difficult um, to have just something you can do for yourself, and someone insists to do it. Because wherever he was coming from, and I understand that his motives were, were, multi, were varied, right? His motives, they had, there was a little bit of him that was hoping something would come out of that maybe, but there was a little bit of him that was culturally um, grateful for the exchange and the love that happened, and he wanted to serve me. And to let myself be served while holding healthy boundaries as I got out, because he asked for my number. And I said, I'm married. Oh, oh, okay, okay, ma'am. You know, and we're still very respectful. And I said, "Ashraf, have a blessed day. You're so good. Thank you for this. He said, thank you. I mean, just such an encounter. It made me think of the shepherd. He says, please, let me have a look at you. It takes a little bit to get still with God. It takes a little bit to wait upon the Lord, Linda. It takes a little bit of time to get still and wait and get real still and know that he is God. It takes a little bit of putting your awkwardness aside and let the good shepherd touch you in places it hurts and rub that anointing on you and get close to you. Please, let me have a look at you. I hear the spirit of God saying today, please, let me have a look at you. Let me eat with you. Here, take my Burden upon you, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All you who are weary and heavy laden, who are fed up with the political climate, who are fed up with this, that, and the other, of this side against that side, what is right and what is wrong, Jessica, just let me have a look at you. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are higher. Come away with me. Let me show you the ways of spirit. Let me show you how you can love your enemy. Let me show you how I can heal you of those traumas. I say yes to that. I say yes, House Church. Let us come away with the Good Shepherd. Let us know that he wants to bear our weaknesses and fix our crumbling flesh and heal us on all kinds of levels. I want this refrain in your mind as we stand and as if someone can go and get the children let them know that they, we are ready for them to come back in. Um, you can stand with me. Feel the spirit of the table today is come. Let me have a look at you. Let's get you fixed up. Let's take care of you today. Let this um, bread and this moment and this juice. I think you might have the mains off, Hank, and it just is coming through the uh, the subwoofer. There you go. I'm so grateful for you.